Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome <clears throat> to the life and Torah of our leaders. Tuesday mornings live with First Seder Bis Medrash. A special welcome to our Torah anytime viewers and listeners who will be joining this year. And Shurim for Chaydesh Tamas have been sponsored anonymously. Leila Nishmas, my mother, Hareni Kaparas Mishkava, Hindo Bashmul Akayin, and my Shver Zichrayni Levracha, Rav Doiv Tzvi, Ben Rav Chaim Zatzal. Thank you to our sponsor. <clears throat> Today we're going to talk about a very well-known personality, Reb Shloyma Gansfried, better known as the author of the Kitzer Shulchan Aruch. And his yard site will be next week, Chav Ches Tammuz. He was Nifter in the year 1886, Tuf Reish Vav, which will make it his 135th yard site next week. <clears throat> now to understand... Who Reb Shlai was, we have to go back a little bit in history to the early days of a city in Hungary called Ungvar. And in fact, in those days, they did not have a Rav yet, and they almost didn't have their own identity. They were called Ungvar near Turka. Turka was a bigger city. It wasn't so close to it, actually. Um, but it was called Ungvar Hasamuch Turka. It was a small city in Hungary. Now it's in the western Ukraine. And they went looking for a Rav, and they went to the big city of Lemberg, Lvov, and they found a Rav there to come back and be the Rav of their city, and his name was Rablebish Reisman, Rablebish Boydik Reisman. And he came, and not only was he the Rav, he set up the running of the city. And it says on his Matseva, Haroya Hanemon, the trustworthy and um, shepherd, Arisha in Bikala, the Seinu, the first of our community, Lahiris Derech Hashem, teaching us the way of Hashem. And he set the foundations for our community, Bitzedek, with justness, justice, Uvimishar, and with a certain straightness. So he set up the system of how the city should run, different officers, and things like that. He had a son in law, a son -in -law named Reb Shleimer. And Reb Shleima was, he appointed as a Dayan in the city. So he was the Rav. His son-in-law was one of the Dayanim. Reb Shleima had a daughter. And he took as a son-in-law for his daughter, the son of someone named Reb Zelv, Zev Wolf Gansfried. And the Chassin's name was Reb Yosef Gansfried. Reb Yosef Gansfried was married to the daughter of Reb Shleima, who was the son-in-law of the Rav, Rev Labish. They had a son named Shlomai, named after his grandfather, the Dayan of the city, um, Shlomai. In the year 1804, Shlomai Gansfried was born. And this is our personality, the Kitzur Shogunaruch of Shlomai Gansfried. So he was born in 1804, named after his grandfather. And as a young boy already, he was, uh, they were able to see that he was very smart, and he was very diligent, and... Um, he, was, he took to his learning. His father taught him as much as he could. However, at the young age of eight, in the year 1812, Tufko his father was Nifter. His father was Nifter, and the Rav of the city at that point was named Reb Tzvi Hersh Heller. Reb Tzvi Heller was called Reb Herschel Charif, the sharp Reb Herschel. He wrote a sefer called Tiv Gitin, and he took the young boy under his wings. Um, we mentioned Reb Tzvi Hersh, uh, Heller once before, because after he was Nifter, his wife, his widow, 
um, married the Chassam Seifer. The Chassam Seifer in his third zivug, after um, the daughter of Rebbe Kivega was nifter, he married the Almana of Rebbe Tzvi Heller. So he took him under his wings. Now in the year Tav Kufai in Test, about seven years later, this Reb Hershel Acharif became the Rav in a city in, in, in Hungary called Baniad. I think we've come across it as well. And uh, he took his Talmud along with him. He was 15 years old at the time. He took him along with him, and he had yeshiva there. In that yeshiva, he learned together with another up-and-coming personality, whose also name was Reb Tzvi Hersh, and that was Reb Hershel Aliska. He became very famous recently, more recently, because he was the rabbi of Reb Shaila Karastir, Reb Hershel Aliska. And the, the Kitzvah Shechonarach, Reb Shleiman, Reb Hershel Aliska, had a Yedidos, they were very good friends in Chavrusas, and it, 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 uh, it, it continued on during their lives. Um, during the rest of their lives, even after they parted ways. In fact, in the beginning of Sefer Lechem Simla, <coughs> that's the Sefer the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch wrote, Anilchaz Nida and Mikvois, in the beginning, there's a little shtickle tire there, he says, Reisi Lahalois, Parperes Achas, I, I felt it's fitting to put like a Dvar Taira, Miyadidi Amisi Ishbrisi, from my, from my, my beloved, my friend, Ishbrisi, Harav Agayin Charif Ubaki Mishnasa Izachi Zach Venaki Merena Rav Tzvi Harshfriedman Av Bezdan Liska. So he brings a shtickle there, nothing to get Negiata Nidar Mikvais. However, he felt in the front of the Sefer to bring a shtickle from his friend Rav Harshal Aliska. He quotes him also one more place that I found in Pnei Shleimai, which is Rav Shleimai Gansri, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, and Bava Basra, Amem Gimel Amid Beis, he also brings a, uh, a vart from Rav Tzvi Hersh Liska. Now just to talk about his Rebbe, Rav Tzvi Hersh Heller, Rav Hersh Lecharif, who was his Rebbe when he was the Rav of Ungvar, then he went with him to the next city, and as we'll see, he's going to come back with him. However, in Lechem Simla, in the last Simon, the end of Simon Reish Aleph, in Hilchus Mikvois, he writes, Zichroini, I remember, Kibimeinu Urai, when I was young, Kasher Zachisi Litzek Mayim, when I was Zoycha uh, to draw water, meaning to learn, Ayyidei Kvoid, Adoini Meiri Verabi Hagoin, Reb Tzvir Sheller, Shoya Av Bezdin Depoi, he was the Rav here in Ungvar, Nishlechoi Love Shaila Zu, whole Shaila about heating up a mikvan Shabbos, and he was sent to Shaila from Hagoyin Amaforst and Reb Shloim Kluger Mibrod. So that's one place he brings his Rabbi Reb Tzviersh Heller. Earlier in, Reish, in Simon Reish Aleph, Sivkat and Hay, he again brings him. In his Sefer on Stam, as we'll see, on uh, the halachas of, 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 uh, of Safrus, Lishkas HaSoifer, he has something called Chakira Aleph, he brings him there as well. And in his Sefer on the Siddur, Pirish of the Siddur, on Birchas HaTayra, he also brings a vart from his Rebbe, V'haravno Hashem Lekeinu, as Divrei Terascha V'fino, V'loimdei Sarasecha Lishma, he brings the Dvar Torah from Tzvi Hersh Heller, that um, usually when a person has such a Geshmak in learning, it's hard for him to learn Lishma. So he says, therefore they ask HaKadosh Baruch V'haravno, I should have such a Geshmak in learning, and still it should be V'loimdei Sarasecha Lishma. So this is a few places where he brings his Rebbe um, in his Svarim. Um, eventually, he graduated, so to speak, from his Rebbe's yeshiva, and he went back, Rav Shleima went back to the city of Ungvar, to his hometown. Now, when he got back there, in the meantime, the Rabbonus in Ungvar was available, um, <clears throat> and 
he went to the uh, the uh, the Parnassim of the city, and he said, "I have a great idea. Let's bring back Reb Tzvi Hersheler, my Rebbe, to be the Rav again. Again, he had been the Rav earlier, and he had left." And uh, let him come back. And Itaka went and then tried to convince his Rebbe. The city agreed. And he went to his Rebbe. He convinced his Rebbe as well. And his Rebbe told him, really, I wouldn't come back, but I'm only coming back because of you. And in fact, this is recorded in the Pincus of the Kehila, in the notes and the uh, records of the Kehila of Ungvar, in the handwriting of Reb Shleima, the uh, Kitzur Shecharach. He wrote this down. When he came of age, Reb Shleima married the daughter of the Gvir Reb Yontif Lipa Maderer, he was called. And, um, <clears throat> and I saw that the city of Madar is a city that's near another city called Hamna. As we'll see, after he got married, Reb Shleima lived in the city Hamna. So it was near his father-in-law's city. So that's why it was called Reb Yomtev Lipa Madurer, because he came from that city. I actually saw somewhere that I think his last name might have, last name might have been actually Jacobowitz. But he was called Madurer based, um, um, based on the city that he was from. Um, now his, his father-in-law was very wealthy, and he gave him a, a nice amount of money to go into business. Um, Reb Shleim himself wanted to go into business because he did not want to make, make a parnasa from the Rabbanus. He wanted to support himself. And he was living in the city of Hamna and he got involved in the sales of wine. Now even though he was involved in business, Tehrasai, Haisai, Umnasai, his main, his, main, um, his, his main focus was on his learning and um, probably that led to the uh, downfall of his business, and uh, he was not successful, and he actually lost all the money that his father-in-law had given him. He then went back to Ungvar. Um, his father-in-law tried to help him out again and set him up with some type of factory over there in, in Ungvar, and um, unfortunately that also failed, and he lost all his money, and he pushed had nothing left. Now, um, before that happened, before this, this point in history, um, when he was about 30 years old, in the year Tafkuf Tzadidalid, while he was still in business, so he was on a business trip to the city called Debrecen, famous city, and he walked into a farm store there, and the first safer he, pull, he pulled off the shelf was called B'nai Yoyna. The B'nai Yoyna was written by the Mechaber of the Me'il Tzedakah, the Mil Tzedakah is one of the prominent Paiskim. You find him quoted in, in Shulchan Aruch numerous times, the Mil Tzedakah. And he has a Sefer on Hilchas Sefer Torah, on Dine Sefer Torah called B'nai Yoyna. So I, I guess Reb Shleimer was looking for something to get involved in, and he said, This is a sign from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that I should be Isaac in this sugya, in the sugya of Dine Sefer Torah and Safros. So he put himself into the learning and uh, he then produced the sefer called Keses HaSoifer. Keses HaSoifer. And in the Akadama of the Keses HaSoifer, he writes, um, <coughs> he says, He says, Most of my time was actually spent learning Torah. In other words, even though I'm involved in business, he says, The day I used for work, um, and at night I was guarding the Mishmeres Hashem and I constantly have a tefillah on my lips or on my tongue that Hashem should give me harvacha. I should be able to, to be comfortable so I should be able to sit serenely, quietly 
Lahagis Besairasa to toil in his Taira. Um Viliais Emun um Umanasi, and that the Tyrus should be my trade. So even though he was involved in business, he's saying he worked during the day, but at night he learned. Rive of his time, he was conveyed to Lutaira, he writes, and he was hoping the day would come that he wouldn't have to work and he could just be involved in learning Tyra. Now this Sefer was given Askama by the Chassam Sefer. And the Chassam Sefer wrote also Ha'aris on it. And this is an, uh, 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 a, uh, a, a very interesting thing because again, he wasn't a Rav, he was a businessman at the time. And um, again, Chaz V'Shalom, not knocking businessmen, but it was a very uncommon thing for the Chassam Seifer to give a Kaskama to someone who wasn't a Rav. And not only that, he was so nisbal from the Seifer, the Chassam Seifer was mechadish something now. He says, Ani mitzavah, there's a letter in, front of the, in the front of the Seifer, and he writes over there, I am commanding, Mikan from now and on, we're not going to give permission or any type of ksav kabbalah, which means permission to be a cipher. Just like shaykhdim have to go be tested and receive a certificate, so too, from now on, anyone who wants to be a cipher has to receive a certificate, but it's based on the fact he has to be a baki in this cipher. Um, so that is the Kasses HaSoifer. Now, in the year Tough Reish Yud Gimel, Rabbi Yitzchak Daiv Bamberger, who was the Rav in Würzburg, put out a Sefer called Meleches Shamayim, and um, he brings from the Kasses HaSoifer many times, and many times he actually argues or asks on the Kasses HaSoifer. Now, we'll see later on in the Shir, many years later, in Tough Reish Lamed Aleph, um, Tafre Shlamet Aleph, which is in uh, 1871, so the, the Reb put out a Madura Tinyana, like a second volume of the Lishkas HaSoifer, and he actually asked questions also on the Malachas Shamayim. And before he printed his questions, he actually sent the questions to the Malachas Shamayim, to the Wurzbegarov, for his answers to hear, does he have a teretz on the question? And in Chuvas Yad Halevi, that's the worst bigger of Rebamberger's Chuvas in Yaradea Simon Kufna Gimel, he's writing to someone else from Ungvar, the Rav of Ungvar, and it's about Hilcha uh, Sefer Taira, and he's handling a psak in the Kesta Sefer, and he writes, he says, um, you should just know that Reb Shleimah actually sent to me Kuntresim with his questions, and I answered him, He shouldn't print such a small sefer. Now I'm not sure if he's referring to um, the the Madura Basra of the of the sefer, or did he mean that if I'm going to answer you and the questions that you're asking, that's the small sefer? Maybe he thought that's all Reb Shleim was printing was the questions and the answers. I'm not sure. He says, but I didn't feel it's a good idea. So I didn't even look at his questions. And I sent him back his his uh, his notebooks that he sent me. And um, I didn't even look at them. So he says, why am I telling you this? To this Rav Shmuel, the Rav of Ungvar, he says, So you shouldn't think that it's a strange thing. You know, as you might think it's a strange thing that the Ketzah Seifer printed questions 
on my Sefer, and he didn't send me the questions. I mean, I'm alive, and the answer is, and, and I could have answered them. And you should know, the answer is he did send them to me. However, I didn't look at them, I sent them back. And now you have a question on one of the things we argue about. I'll explain it to you. So that's just an interesting piece as well. Now, <clears throat> in the year Tov Kuf Tzadiches, so he printed his Pirush on Tefillah, and he calls it Haisafis and Ashlamas to the Siddur Derech HaChaim. The Siddur Derech HaChaim is the Siddur of Rabbi Yaakov Milisa, better known as the Nesivas HaMishpat. And he printed a, sefer, a Siddur called Derech HaChaim, which has many halachas in it in there. And um, the, the Reb Shleim added to it a Pirush on Tefillah that he was malaked, he, he collected from earlier Svarim. And he also added in some halachas into the Derech HaChaim. And he writes that what he added in to the Derech HaChaim, he put in brackets or in parentheses. And he called the Siddur, this new Siddur called Avodas Yisrael. <coughs> the Siddur of the Derech HaChaim with his Pirush is called Avodas Yisrael because Tvila is B'makam Avoida. Now that the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, we have Tvila, So therefore it's called Avodas Yisrael. Now, um, back to where we left off before. He came back to Ungvar, and he lost all his money a second time. At that point, his Rebbe, Reb Tzvi, Harish Heller, um, eh, sort of gave him a little bit Musser, why he's not being Mechabal Rabbanus on himself, and why he's just being involved in business, and this is the second time he lost all the money. So at that point, he agreed to become the Rav um, in, a, uh, in a place called Brezovich. Razovich is like northeast Slovakia. Um, and over there he was able to teach Tyra very, very uh, a, a meager salary. It was Mitaich Aini, there was a lot of po- poverty there. And that's where he was Mechaber Tusvarim, the Pnei Shleima and Baba Metziah. The Pnei Shleima and Baba Metziah, however, was never printed because the Ksav Yad was lost. Now, and Reb Shleima was very much pained over this. Now, his grandson in Nakdama to one of his Svarim writes that it was stolen from Reb Shleima. And he writes, Even though my grandfather knew who stole it, he never mentioned his name, but he was very pained about it all of his days. And then he finally printed the Sefer Pnei Shleima in the year Tafresh Vav. In the year Tafresh Ches, so this is 1848. He printed the Sefer Teiras Zevach and Hilchas Shchita. It's the halachas of Shchita, of Bidika, of checking the animals, checking the uh, the uh, the lungs, Nikor, trabring the animals. And um, he writes in the Hakdama that since the Paiskim say that every Shaykhiru Baidek, any person who shechs or checks animals, should review all the halachas every 30 days, so I split up the Sefer into 30 days, so a Shaykhay could just easily follow the program and every 30 days um, learned the Askama, le- learned the Halachas. Reb Shleim Kluger was one of those who wrote Askama to the Sefer, and he says, It's roy, it's possible, it's uh, fitting to rely on the Psakim here even when there's no Shasadchak. Um, um, uh, 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 and he writes, Umar Gamze Hu Anav and uh, Reb Shleim is also an on of Bidas, Lazois Hashem Itay. And that's why Hashem is with him. Because Hashem rests his Shechina on people who are 
um, who are uh, humble people. He's an anav. So therefore, Hashem itoy shalacha kemaisay the halacha is is like him. It seems from the askamas there, if you look, that they the, they write that there were certain shaychtim who put out svarim that didn't know the halachas and actually paskened incorrectly, and they're writing, but Reb Shleimah, you could rely on him without any doubt. Not only Reb Shleimah Kluger writes that, some others, um, the Maram Ash, um, who was the Rav of Ungvar at the time, who has askama in all the svarim that Reb Shleimah printed till the Maram Ash was nifter, um, also seems to clearly write, or to be Maramis, about certain svarim or a certain sefer that you cannot rely on. Now, in the year Tafresh Yud, he was then called to be the Rosh Bezdin of Ungvar, not the Rav. The Rav was the Maram Ash. Now, you remember, we mentioned the Maram Ash once, because the Panam Eirais, from Meir Eisenstadt, was called the Maram Ash. But this is a later Maram Ash, Reb Meir Eisen, Eisenstadter, or something like that. He was called, known as the Maram Ash, the Rav of Ungvar. So he was the Rav, but Reb Shleimah was called to be the Rosh Bezdin, a Dayan in the city. Now, it's a very interesting thing because the Chassam Seifer, in a Tshuva in Yeridea, Reish Nun Ches, in the year Tov Kuf Tzadi Dalit, Tov Kuf Tzadi Dalit was while he was still a businessman, he writes, Liyadidi Harav HaMufluk B'Tayra Hadayin HaMitsuyan. He calls him a Dayan. It's a very interesting thing. Um, he was still a businessman. He wasn't a Dayan at the time, but uh, the Chassam Seifer referred to him um, as a Dayan. It's very interesting. It's a lot of the Sfarim, his Einiklach, they want to say that because the Chassam Seifer said the most he's going to be is a Dayan, that's why he never became the Rav of Ungvar, he only remained a Dayan in Ungvar. Um, I don't know, if, you know how that works exactly, but to me it's just interesting that the Chassam Seifer wrote Hadayan, and again, he, was, he wasn't, uh, he was involved in, in Safras at the time, you know, Shechita maybe, but not as a Dayan, but uh, that's what the Chassam Seifer referred to him as. Um, once he was in Ungvar, his name spread out to the world, and from Dalit Kanfei Soaretz, they sent him Shilas. Um, it's very interesting. There is a, a, uh, a newspaper called Sheves Achim that was printed in Budapest. It's on the Eitzra Chachma. You could search for it. It's in Yiddish, the newspaper. And there's years worth over there. And um, so in the year Tafrei Shlamid Beis, which is number 30, I'm sorry, in t- there's different years. So in Tafrei Shlamid Beis, issue number 30, there's a Kol Kairi there from Rav Shleimagansfried, who was a Dayan in Ugvar, that you should make sure to buy wine only with a Heksher, because if you go down to the wineries, you'll see that a lot of Mechali Shabbos touch the wine, and it's Pashat Yayin So just, you know, just an indication of, you know, that, that Rav Shleimah was someone that was on the scene of Klal Yisrael, Paskening Shailah's, um, not just for Ungvar, but all over, if he, he put out this, uh, this Kol Kairi. There's another, um, there's another ad, so to speak, in Tafresh Lamed Vav, in number 8, issue number 8 of that year, there is an ad written by Max Polishek and Company. That's it's written in English, that part. And there's an address there, and the address is in Ungvar. And what is he saying? This Max says that in the city of Ungvar, I have opened up a printing press that is under the Hashkoch of Reb Gansreed. We don't work on Shabbos and Yontif. And he's asking that anybody who needs printing should send it to, uh, to him. It's under the Hashkoch of Reb Gansreed. He says, if you have any questions, you can either send a letter to me or to Reb to ask your questions. Just a, an interesting uh, tidbit. Um, <clears throat> 
when he first came to when he first came to Ungvar, they started to build a mikvah in Ungvar, and it was very hard to find water there um, that would be kosher for the mikvah. There was a deep um, well, perhaps, or a very deep water. The shalos had to get it out of the ground, and the Maram Ash, the Rav. Um, he told Reb Shlaima, you should learn Hilchas Mikvois, because this is not only a problem in our kehila, it's going to be a problem in many kehilas, many different sveikas, and mikvah is such an important thing, so you should, you know, learn the halachas well, and figure out an eitzah. In the year Tafresh Chafalif, he printed his first volume, his first, I'm sorry, edition of his sefer, he called it Pras V'chidekel, based on the big rivers, Pras and Chidekel, um, Anida Mikvois, but in the same year he reprinted it again and he changed the name to Lechem Esimla and Hilchas Nido Mikvois. In the end of the Sefer, there's actually a diagram of the mikveh that he made in Ungvar and he explains exactly what he did to get the water from deep underground up into the mikveh in order to show um, how he did it. In Tafresh Chavdalit is when he finally printed what was going to make him the most famous, and that is the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. And in the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, it's, he writes in Akdamas, These are the dinim that are necessary from all Dalit Chalke Shulchan Aruch for Kalish Yisrael, Ladase Sam, so that you should be able to know them. Ksuvim Beloshim Kal, it's written in a very easy language, Umusudarim Beseder Nachain, and it's set up and arranged in a proper order. Bulchiber Taivi says it's a very good safer Labali Asakim for people who are involved in businesses that they don't have a lot of time to look up the halachas in their proper place in Shulchan Aruch. They can find it very easily here. It's also good for young people to give in their Lishtol Bilvaveim to, to plant in their hearts. Um, from the, the, the mitzvahs of Hashem, of a girsa the Yankasa, that they should know the halachas from a young age already, and that will help them as they get older. Um, now, in a tshuva that he wrote, and this is quoted in the Pnei Shalayim put out by Mechayin um, Yerushalayim, Rav Buxbaum, he had a, he, he quotes over there, a ksaviyad of a tshuva that the Pnei, that the uh, Rav Shalayim Gansi wrote, wrote, and he says that what he did is to Paskin, he went as follows. He took three paiskim, the Derech HaChayim, that was his sitter, Rabbi Yaakim Elisa, the Nesivas, the Balatanya, and the Chayadam, and whoever the majority was, he paskin like the majority. So whenever there was a Machlaikis, the Achrainim, he went with, these, uh, with this majority. In the same tshuva, he writes to someone, he says, you should know I'm very busy, and especially I'm busy with the Shiurim that I learn with the Talmidim, and I'm not able to be mavatal them, and I'm busy with the tirdus of the tzibur, communal work, sherabu alai, that is just uh, over, there's so much of it. He says, so when it comes to other things, I don't really have time to answer Shailazan. He says, but when it comes to my sefer, Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, anyone who sends me a Shailah, b'chol pam, ani lekeach zman lahashiv. I take time to answer. If you have a Shailah, where I, why I pass in something, where's my source? I'm always going to answer. So you see, he himself felt his Kitzur Shulchan Aruch was um, was one of the was you know very important sefer or maybe the more important of the svarim that he printed. Now his grandson writes that in the first eighteen months they printed more than two hundred thousand svarim, which is a lot of svarim. Uh, you know I can't um, corroborate those numbers. Two hundred thousand is a lot of svarim to print in eighteen months. Um, his son-in-law in Askama to the sefer Shem Shloimai um, Al Hashas. His son-in-law was named Rav Gershon Wolf Benet. He writes, He was Zaycha to something no other author 
was Zaycha Ki Chiburo Yishavu Nefesh. He says why? The reason why he was Zaycha to this is because it's something that Shavu L'Chal Nefesh. It's easy for everyone. What does he mean? He means to say the amount of times the Sefer was printed and reprinted just in the lifetime of Rav Shleim Gansfried was unprecedented. To have a Sefer printed once, twice, three times, it was an uncommon thing. I don't recall one of the G'dayim we talked about in the past, we said his Sefer was printed like three times. That was like an unbelievable thing. He says, he says so, so his son-in-law writes, Chavidaiti, and the way I understand things, you could find the Kitzvah Shachan Aruch today in Eretz HaKadosh and Eretz Yisrael, Ba'America, Berussia and Russia, Be'estreich, Ungarin, in Austria and Hungary, Erech Arba Archalat Meishmeis Elef. He says four to five hundred thousand. Again, these are astronomical numbers. He says, so even if, you know, the numbers are not exact, there was a lot. He says, and I'll tell you how I know, he says because in his lifetime, with his permission, because there were many people who reprinted the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch without permission. They, 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 uh, they, um, they didn't care about his copyright on it, and they printed without permission. But the ones that were printed with his permission, he reprinted it 12, was printed 12 times. And he says each time was no less than a few thousand printings. Now, that doesn't equal hundreds of thousands, but um, he says, and there were many that were printed Shaloi Bershusai. So the point is that the fact there should be 12 printings in a Mechaber's life is unprecedented um, in, in history, probably, in, in any, almost in any Mechaber. Maybe nowadays you have such a concept. Um, many Rabbonim sent him Ha'aris and Chidushim on the Sefer. Many of them wanted to print their, their Ha'aris and their clarifications together with the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, but he refused to do it. He was very makbid on it. He says, because I wanted to remain Kitzur short, Aruch, and set up with an ayin, aruch with an ayin, veloy aruch with an aleph, it shouldn't be a long kitzer. Meaning he didn't want it to be a long sefer. The point was to be a short sefer. You're going to start putting all different types of, uh, of, of pirushim in it, it's going to become a long sefer. I mean, think about the Shulchan Aruch. The Beis Yosef uh, wrote the Shulchan Aruch, you should be able to chazer it every 30 days. Now with all the pirushim in it, it's not possible. So this is what he didn't want. There's a very famous pirush called the Misgeres HaShulchan, and he actually wrote a letter to the Mizgaris HaShulchan who wanted to print his pirish on the page, and he refused. He told him, Shalei Nichalei. Um, however, after Rav Shalei was nifted, the Mizgaris HaShulchan did print them together. Now, it's interesting, the Lushen of his so- grandson, Rav Shalei's grandson, when he writes this, he says, Achsagar Einav Einei Basar, when his physical eyes were closed, meaning when he was nifter, Kamu Kizeve Arev So many people like wolves got up, or... Um, as as if they are a uh, a um, a uh, a guarantor on his on his Yerusha and his and uh, his sefer v'yomru and they said imalach hareva will fill in the spaces v'idvisuim pirushem and they printed it with their pirushim. So he doesn't sound very happy. He says my zayda was was makbit about it and after he was nifter in his lifetime he didn't want it and after he was nifter they did it. Now it's interesting in the miskaris hashulchan there's askama from Rebav Ram a Talmud of Rabbi Yosef Shol Natanzen, um, the Shol Meshiv. And he writes over there that Yan He says the Mechaber, meaning Rishlai Megansri, told the Miskar Zashulchan not to print a Sefer with the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. So now the Miskar Zashulchan asked me, this Rebbe Avram, what he should do. 
And and for some reason, Rav Ram said you should do it, and that's why the Mizkar Sashulchan. And he, he writes over there why? Because if you're going to have to have two svarim, and you're going to have to look in the Mizkar Sashulchan to see what he says about the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch back and forth, it's going to be too cumbersome and too hard. Better to put it on the page. I, Rav Shlomo Gansri, was makbid. He doesn't seem to have a problem with his akpada. And he look over there and he, he writes about it. And he, and he writes about it. So that is, uh, but many perushim over the years have been written. It's interesting, a few years ago, well, it's a long time ago, about nine years ago, I was in Eretz Yisrael and I was to visit Rav Levi Rabbanovich, the Chreine Levracha, the father of the famed Mekobo Rav Gamliel. And he's the author of the Svarim Madani HaShulchan. We quoted him many, many, uh, a long time ago, I think in the first year, maybe on the Kafachayim. The Madani HaShulchan, and I had just become a Rav at that time. And um, he told me they should tell Balabatim, they should learn Kitzur Shulchan Aruch with the Miskeres HaShulchan, and with that they'll get a very big Yedi and Halacha. Many, many, it's a very easy way to get um, a Bikiyos and uh, a very wide-ranging knowledge of halacha. Kitzur Shulchan Aruch with the Mizgaris HaShulcha. Okay, in the year Tafresh Chaf Hei, Reb Shloyme printed his Sefer on Chumish called Apiryoin, also a, a very beautiful Sefer. And then he went back and decided to go through Keses HaSoifer again. Again, Keses HaSoifer, he printed many years earlier um, in the year Taf Kuf Tzadi Dalit or something like that. Um, so now we're ready, like thirty some years later, and he went and he was he went um, and he learned it for six years. He went back through the whole sefer again for six years until he finally printed a second volume, the Madura Tanyana, um, Madura Basra, as we quoted before his back and forth with the uh, with the Wurzburger Rav. In the year eighteen sixty nine, Tafresh Chavtes. So you remember when we talked about the Maram Shik, when we talked about the Ksav Seifer, we talked about what was going on in Hungary at the time, and they were trying to make this uh, congress of the of the of the of the Yidin, and he was chosen to be on the Vad of the Rabbani Varashi Medina that was in the city of Pest, where that was their convention was, together with the Ksav Seifer, and he was fighting a Mohammed Hashem against the reform. Um and um in the Chuvas of Rebbe Zriel Hildesheimer, Yaradea Kuf Chavtes, this is in Nisan of Tuf Reish uh, Chavtes, in Tuf Reish Chavtes of 1869, after this Congress was not successful. If you remember, it didn't work out at the time, and the Jews got, and the, the Hungarian Jews got permission to secede and to make their own, uh, so to speak, um, their own, uh, um, their own um, Agudo, so to speak, and, um, so they, they weren't Matzliach with the Congress. And at that point, what happened was the Reform also separated themselves in Ungvar. And this is what he's writing here to Brazil, Hildesheimer. Reb Shleim is writing to him. And they made their own temple with their own chazin. And they also took a sheichet. And they were stealing money from the, because of that, the Kehillah was losing money. And they felt the sheichet also wasn't, wasn't a kosher shechita. And he was writing a... Uh, then the Shaykhit was Chayzer B'tshuva, he came back, and then he went back to the reform, and basically he was asking Rebbe Israel Hildesheimer that he should agree to passel and passel this Shaykhit. And that's what was going on in the time in Ungvar, and he was fighting a Mohammed Hashem. Um, he darshaned uh, in public that the Svarim of the reform and their newspapers, no one should bring it to their homes. Um, he actually wrote a sefer called Sefer Gilui in Lashon HaKadosh, in Hebrew and in German, 
to show what the reform were really trying to do. You have to remember the early days of the reform, they were claiming to be pretty much Jewish, just modernizing themselves a little bit, and he saw right through it, and he produced a sefer called Sefer Giloy to show what their true intentions are. Um, he was very involved to be Mo'ira and Shmira Shabbos, and I'm sure with the reform that started to be a problem as well. And he would go every Friday to the stores, and he would tell them to close the stores. He was um, he, he he would urge people to be careful with the mitzvah of tzedakah. He would say, even though I can't do the mitzvah bishlemos because he was a poor person, however, I ask you to do it b'chol levavchem and b'chol nafshechem. Now, in the year Tafresh Lamid. The Rav of Ungvar, the Marama Ash, was Nifter. And um, it's interesting that he didn't become the Rav. However, they tried to get, they, they offered the Rabbonus to many, many Rabbonim, Chashev Rabbonim, that all uh, turned it down for various reasons. And when the Ksav Seifer was in a city called Kleinvarden, a famous city in Hungary, he was there for his son, Reb Shimon. The Ksav Seifer has a son, Reb Shimon. Um, he's the one who put out uh, the Tyrus Moishal Atayra, the Ksav Seifer, um, um, Tyra, Reb Shimon from Erloi. Um, so his chasen was in Kleinvarden. So Reb Shloima and one of the other Dayanin, Reb Shmuel Moskovitz, was also a Dayan in Ungvar. They traveled there and they asked him who should be the Rav. And he said, one of the big Talmidim, the Chassam Seifer, Reb Chaim Tzvi Manheimer, who is the author of the Chuvis Ein HaBedoylach, he should become the Rav, and he became the Rav. And uh, Reb Shloyman and this Reb Chaim Tzvi had a, had a very close relationship um, during the years that he was the Rav. Um, there was once an Akdama of Ein HaBedoylach, so it's written there, someone, one, someone who was there says, he was an aide Ria, the one time after a Shabbos HaGaldodrasha, Reb Shloyma was walking home with the Dayan, Reb Shmuel Moskovitz, and uh, this young boy was behind them, and Reb Shloyma said about the Drasha, he said, even though Reb Meir Ash, the Maram Ash, the pre- previous Rav, was a Goyen Gadol, even he never gave such a Drasha like this, with such unbelievable Chidushim. And that was the Adidas that they, that they had. At that point, he decided to put together a third chilek and perhaps even a fourth chilek of his sefer on Safra's Kesesa sefer. The third chilek would be about names in the get, and the fourth chilek would be about shtaris, halachas of shtaris. And um, there were a lot of problems with names at the times, there were a lot of nicknames. People were called one name in the street, another name when they were called up to the Torah. And he put together a sefer and he clarified the rules and... Um, and um, so he has the halachas in, on the page, and then around it he has a pirush, which he called Shem Yosef, named after his father, Rabbi Yosef Gansri. After he sent around the Hasefer for Askamas from the Rabbanim of the time, they said that this is an integral Sefer for any Misadre Gitin, and therefore he decided not to make it a third chilek of Kesas Hasefer, it should be a separate Sefer called Ahalei Shem. I'm not sure what happened to the fourth chilek on Shtaris. I don't see that it was ever printed. So I'm not 100% sure either. Maybe he never got to it, or it just never got printed. Now in many places in this Sefer al he argues on the Reb Chaim Sanzer, the Divrei Chaim. And the Divrei Chaim actually had a skama to his Sefer Teira Zevach, to Reb Shleim's Sefer Teira Zevach. He said he met him at one of the springs somewhere, one of the vacation spots. And he writes over there, the Divrei Chaim, he says, I'm even going to buy the Sefer at whatever price that they set for it, Blinader. However, in this Sefer, he, um, he argues with Reb Chaim Sanzer numerous times. And one of Reb Chaim Sanzer's Talmidim, 
Um, Ramar Tchaliyazer Weber, Weber was a rav in a city called Shada. I'm sorry, a city called Ada. Um, was very upset about this, and he wrote a uh, a sefer called Melchemes Chayva against Reb Shlaim Fried. And he, he writes in over there like he just he doesn't give reasons why he argues on the Divrei Chaim. He just says it's not like him. He just says it's not logical like him. He was very upset that he didn't treat the Divrei Chaim with the proper covet. Reb Shleim himself wrote a little contrast. It's really not long, maybe a page called Michsa Oyel, where he, he when he printed reprinted the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch in Tafresh Memdalit, he put it at the end there where he changes a few things perhaps based on some of the questions of of, of this. Uh, of this Remardchai Eliezer Weber, but uh, not really changing very much. And he got even more upset, this Rev Weber, and he put out a second um, version of his Sefer, and in it there were many letters there, very sharp letters written by Talmidim of the Divrei Chaim and different Abanim against Rav Shleima. And they write over there that Rav Shleima Rodfu Achare Arav Mada, that he was Meada, he was, he was, he was Rodif. Um, he was right of him, Umaru Chayav Kishnasayim, and he bittered his life for two years. It seems that Reb Shleim was very offended by the Sefer Melchemes Chayva. And when you open up the Sefer, you can look at it on the on the Oitzar Chachma. It says over there Melchemes Chayva, and he writes, "What's this for?" Neged Alilois Oyev. This is um, against the uh, the the plans and the uh, tactics of the enemy. Oyrev Ashayotzalakarev, this enemy that and 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 this one who um who went out to war. So he was like very strong Lashinas against Rip Shlaima, as if Rip Shlaima went on a war, waging war against the Divrechaim. So it seems he was very upset about it. Um and um, so I don't know exactly what Rav Shloyma did, but in these letters against him, or they wrote letters to some of the Rabbanim, they said it's enough already for two years he's hounding this Rav Lazar Weber, Mardchel Lazar Weber, for his Sefer Mechemes Chayva. His grandson, Rav Shloyma's grandson wrote, Vayimaru vayroibu vayinasu balichitzim liroisbai, that to play on the words by Yosef HaTzadik, that they tried to shoot arrows at him, and to knock down Mivtsarov, to knock down his towers, Ulam Kama Lumasai, but he's, his sheath is the one who stood up, Vigam Nitzava, Umishnasai Loizazamim Kaimai, and his Torah didn't get moved a minute. He says, um, he says that, uh, that um, they got lost, Vitairasai Parachas, Umishadeshes. Yoim Yoim Baruch Hashem. They're lost in the wind. However, the Torah of Reb Shleimah continues to blossom and to be, continues to grow day by day. Now he left over a few Kisve Yad that weren't printed. One was he had a Sefer Pnei Adam on the whole Chai Adam. He had a Sefer called Loshen Hazov on Diktuk. He had Klolim B'chachma Se'emes Ala Zoyar, a Pirish on the Zoyar. His grandson says, I found it written, notes written, or a notebook, a kuntris, in his Sefer Hazayar, there was a kuntris of the Sefer that he wrote, a Sefer called Shechitas Bechar, a Sefer on Agada, which didn't have a name to it, and there's many also uh, chuvas, responsa, that um, he explains different psakim that he has in his many different Sifrei Halacha, um, in his many different Sifrei Halacha, and... Um, and uh, those are those shuvas. In Tafresh Memalif, he got very sick and he recovered, but it led to other sicknesses. And even though he's physically sick, but his grandson says, Beruchnius, Oid Bekaychai, Oz But he still had the strength like he used to have. 
On Shivasar Batamus Tafresh Memvav eighteen eighty six, the Rav of the city, Reb Chaim Simanheimer, was Nifter, and Reb Shloimeh once said Baruch Kodshay that he's going to live longer than Reb Chaim Tzvi. And at this point, he says he realizes that Reb Chaim Tzvi is Nifter, so he doesn't know what's going to happen with him. And on Lel Shabbos Chof Ches Tamuz, after davening in Kiddush, he said he doesn't. He feels he doesn't have any strength left. He called his family. He got off his bed. He washed his hands. He said Vidui. He said Kriyashma, and he was Nifter. And uh, Sunday was the Levaya, and he was buried in Ungvar. He was not buried in the row of the Rabbanim because he said he wants to be buried next to his father, who had been Nifter close to seventy years earlier. And he says, if my father's kever is forgotten, by me bur- being buried there, it'll be uh, remembered again because people will come to the kever. The kever Kedisha didn't understand what he wanted because as far as they knew, there was no room. The next kever was right next to his father, Rabbi Yosef. But if this is what Rabbi Shleiman says, they went to look and they saw that there was actually a space there. Somehow that happened. There was a space, Hadavar Hayelapella, that he was buried there. That is the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch of Shleimah Gansfried. His yard site is next week, Chaf Ches Tamuz, 135th yard site. And like we said, his Svarim continue to be Yesaidus in Halacha, whether it's in Kesses HaSeifer, is a standard, Lechem Vesimla is a standard, and of course, his main Seifer, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, is a standard in Klai Yisrael. Schusayog in Aleinu. Kaltuv, everyone.